All right, so um, welcome to episode two of Koji, and uh, yes, we uh, we we uh, settled on a name there. <laughs> I'm Liam Koji, um, and I'm here with um, my friend Cody, rural gay boy, on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. Yep. How are you doing? I am well. Living in a place where the weather's too hot, and just like trying to find a new job. <laughs> I mean, welcome to the club with the hot weather, because oh, yeah. um, I think it was 100 here yesterday. Ooh, that is, yeah. And it's been humid. I'm I'm kind of over it. I'm kind of dying here. <laughs> I'm not used to this. I'm not used to, like, no humidity. I'm from the desert, basically. This humidity is, like, new to LA. Oh, yeah, very same. It's like, I can handle heat to a degree, but once you throw in the humidity game over i know like you know i'm out in palm springs 110 degrees dry as a bone perfect catch me out by the pool 100 degrees in this like weird humidity which i mean like granted the humidity is like maybe at like 34 percent. it's not that humid for <laughs> i'm sure people in new york are probably like screaming at me right now but it's still it's a lot for here yeah it's like any kind of change from the norm it could be like really bad yeah so um anyway so you have a youtube channel where you talk about porn try to it's been a while since i've done it again because i do not want another channel suspended not that i've ever had one suspended this is my first channel ever <laughs> oh yeah the sensors on youtube get you oh yeah the, the first on time twitter this... got you too and not even for anything porno. That was the worst bit. Wait, what? Wait, why were you suspended? Why was your account? It was, was it deleted or suspended? Uh, the account on Twitter was yeah. suspended because some old white guy wrote this thing trying to compare the um, abortion discussion to slavery. Uh, and nope. basically all I said was, you know, sir, I hope when you have your inevitable stroke that it takes away your ability to write. <laughs> apparently that was you know yep promoting violence against someone and now got my account yep <laughs> i mean honestly that's it's, it's a good it's a good way honest. to go out yeah it is and honestly i i feel similarly um i like honestly last week there was this like fucking maggot and they were just ugh. And I wanted to say something, and I was like, you know what? No. My birthday is this week. I'm not about to, like, have my account suspended for my birthday. Like, let's... Let, let's... Let's remain calm. <laughs> Let, let's restrain ourselves. Because literally nothing they say is ever... They say weird fucking shit. Like, it doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. It's all fucking weird. It's stupid. Oh, yeah. It's like people will show examples of like Twitter just saying, oh, nothing's wrong with this when it's hate speech or attacks or all these kinds of horrible things. Well, no. So I, this last week, like I was on my alt and um, Master Jerry retweeted this clip and this kid is like clearly like way underage. Like kid looks 12. Ooh, wow. And so, so like... like I went to try to report it. There's, like, no way for me to report it. 
Because unless it's, like, hate speech or political or medical disinformation, like, Twitter doesn't want to hear it. Yep. So, like, great. great. Now there's, now like, there's child pornography on your website, and I have no way to sort of let them go. But God forbid I call myself a whore. Like, yep. you know, or call out some weird maggot from Alabama trying to talk crazy. Yep. It's so weird anyway. because they just do like censoring without context. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It's so annoying. But anyway, segue from uh from child porn to um actual legal ethical porn. <laughs> I <laughs> sentences you never really thought you would ever hear in the history of humanity. <laughs> Well, because, like, I don't know. I So, like, full disclosure, I'm not super into porn. I'm, I'm more of the kind of person where, like, if I'm horny, I will go out and fuck. Yeah. Um, I, and, like, I, for some reason, like, it's just not a, um, a medium that's ever truly spoken to me. In a way that it clearly speaks to you. <laughs> Where does that love of porn come from? Honestly, as stereotypical as this is going to be for, you know, any time you see me post about something, probably literally just like growing up gay, small rural area, and honestly not really having any sort of healthy outlets. Like, yeah, I was definitely fucking for a while, but... uh it wasn't always the most secure ways because, you know, I was like jumping through the hoops trying to pass myself off as 18. And... Oh. Yep. So I think that porn in a way just became like the easier option and kind of instructive in a weird way. Not the way where people are like, oh, I learned everything from porn and then they're awful at sex because they learned everything from porn. Okay. Porn is like not realistic. Yeah. At all. Uh-huh. You got a scene where two guys could just meet for the first time and the bottom is already prepared? No. Yeah. I'm sorry. You randomly show up at my, at my door and I'm ready to bottom? I don't think so. Like, give me give me, give me, me 10 minutes. <laughs> give me a minute. <laughs> Although I would actually love to see some, like, studio try to do a scene that works in this, like, organic thing. Like, trying to make it seem like it's an impromptu scene. You see the bottom rushing off to the bathroom really quick. You hear the toilet flushing and they come out. Like, nothing's happened. Just, oh, yeah, I'm totally ready. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I mean, like, honestly, like, you know, I mean, if you wanted to do, like, a random scene, like, I don't know, people meet out. Or, like, start, like, at a cruising spot. Like, you know, not just, like, randomly. But also, like, yeah, the shit they do in porn is for camera angles. Like, it's not... The half of the positions that they use aren't supernatural because like natural positions don't photograph particularly well. Yeah, and Although, I think I've noticed. Sent you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that photograph that 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 did that did quite well. Yeah, <laughs> that was a very good angle. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good angle for a lot of things. <laughs> I can imagine. Hold on, I'm imagining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there was there's a lot going on there. Yeah. <laughs> so um 
the funny thing is, I think like the camera side of things, I actually really noticed that a lot with like the older porn where it was like just getting on to getting on the internet and obviously the cameras were a lot harder to work with. So, but then there's definitely still a lot of like posing for the camera, getting the angles just right and lighting, of course. But I feel like as technology has gotten a little bit better, that it feels slightly more natural in what they'll do Uh because it's not like trying to get a giant thing like this into the angle or. (laughs) Yeah. But what I will say is that like with like, So I'm going to preface this by saying that, like, I really do, for the most part, like, I like platforms like Just for Fans, Only Fans, where, you know, it's democratized. Yeah. That, and I, like, you know, if, like, that's how you're going to make, like, money for yourself, like, go do it, whatever. Um, What I will say is that it has significantly lowered the quality of porn. (laughs) It's, like, they're, you know it's to the point now where like I know people in LA who've like transitioned from filming um from filming like um stuff for like OnlyFans and Just for Fans and have transitioned into like studio porn uh-huh. and like they don't have I'm gonna be really shady there's an ex-friend the ex-friend that's like that I'm referring to like playing in my ex-friend's studio on Twitter and Instagram uh-huh. um he, I was editing, like, videos that he was producing for, like, literal studio films. It's, like, which, like, for studio porn, which, like, A, uh-uh. I'm not a professional video editor, like, so you know the quality of that is shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I'm self-taught on Premiere, and I'm okay, but I'm not great. Um, I'll attest to that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's been ages, but ever... I'm still in the okay region. <laughs> yeah. Um... But yeah, what do you think of like OnlyFans and like platforms like that? Honestly, I do love them. And it's like the democratized thing you said as well. And just that, especially in some areas, like there are studios that are still really creepy and off. But then they also have performers working for them that, you know, are actually really good people. And I love that opportunity there where you can actually just like go ahead and directly support a performer you like. As opposed to having yeah. to support the whole package with one subscription. Yeah, and like honestly, I, I do like you know, I do have friends who do studio stuff, but like really the bulk of their money comes from their OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, and I I love that for them, and like the studios are shady as hell, but like I've run across a few porn boys that I don't super love. One of them, who I shall not name, I we've spoken about this. Oh, I think I know which one now. Yep. <laughs> He's either the rudest person or the dumbest person I've ever met, and I don't know which one it is. I mean, it could be both. It could be. But I mean, like, also, anybody, I mean, I think it's dumb because anybody who does that much shit to their face, like, bad plastic surgery to their face, probably not the brightest. Oh, yeah. I can just imagine the people listening now. It's like doing the 20 questions things. They're popping down the little cards of all the gay porn stars trying to figure it out. Oh, yeah. And, like, honestly, like, um, he looks he crazy. Looks crazy. He looks sort he looks of crazy, sort of crazy like, like, on, on camera. camera. In person. It's giving... How do I put this nicely? Um... 
I mean, there's no obligation to. (laughs) (laughs) It's not properly shaped. It's an attempt was made. Not very well, but it was made. Anyway, personal problems aside, um, I'm going to just to like even out the, 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 the negativity. I love Max Lord. Oh yeah. Um, and I love, 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 um, Santino Cruz. So like, I've like shot with them. I, I run semi adjacent to those circles. Yeah. Um, but those are the two that I've like actually shot with and like, have maintained some sort of a relationship with like we still chat every once in a while oh yeah i try to keep up with max because i do low-key worry about him sometimes oh i feel that yeah um which i feel like i can say openly because like his posts his stories on instagram sometimes are a little bit alarming yeah and he's like he's a sweet soul oh yeah so i just sort of i i I do, I, I, I am a bit concerned about him sometimes. I definitely feel that. I remember, like, following him when it was, like, him and a few others, like, sort of popped up. I think Felix Fox was, like, in that same little group. It's just, I remember, like, all the drama popping up on Instagram and even on his Twitter a few times. So, like, I definitely worry about that guy. I'd like to so check out I on think, him. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think I actually met him around that time because, um... He was talking about drama that he had with another porn boy whose name I won't say. Because I do know that from, like, other people's... I will text you. I will message you the name right now. Um, I do know, like, he's had problems with other people in the industry as well. Industry as well. Um, and I know, like, I know, like friends who worked with, with them in, in like, like, non-performance, non-performance capacities, capacities that have had similar, had similar things, things to say. To say. Also, also, he's, he's shockingly, shockingly short. short. Really? Huh. He is maybe 5'2", five 5'3". Five oh, wow. Yeah, I, I ran... I had him painted like 5'4", five 5'5". Five five. <laughs> no, he's like... He's below my shoulder. Oh, wow. But also, too, as soon as you texted me the name, I was just like, oh, my God, I... Yes, I should have saw, seen this one coming. <laughs> Well, he also, there, okay, this is, like, actually something that we need to talk about, that he has had a lot of substance abuse issues. Oh, really? Yeah. Actually, like, a lot of people that I know, like, part of why I know them is because I, like, I do have, like, a lot of, a lot of, let's say, like, my sexual interests sort of overlap with people who, like, have had in the past substance abuse issues or currently have substance abuse issues. Mm. And so I do know a lot of them from those circles as well. Oh yeah. Honestly like that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I know like with me a lot of like certain fetish and kink spheres I end up entering into always have like these other little things tied to them. It's like you kind of get it as a group package and it could be interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to decide how open I want to be about my fetishes right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've gone um, through this conversation it... with different people. 
Well, no, because I'm like I I'm fairly open. I mean, like I have pictures on my Instagram and when like with Shibari, like I'm not super shy, but there are certain interests. One of my interests in particular, there's like a lot of meth, and like you have to be careful about like who you're around within that community. Which that again, like I know a lot of like people who've done whatever like the equivalent of like mainstream porn would be in that circle um like i do know like a lot of them like a lot of people who've like done porn like porn um they're 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 all they're all either like currently addicted to meth or like in recovery oh yeah i've seen that quite a few times with some of my group but yeah um but yeah so and then you interact with a lot of like the studios and studio porn yeah which is actually like really really shocking because like even my first channel before it got like take it down was like only up to 500 subscribers or something and then the other one when i started putting the porn stuff out right away like shot up to that same number pretty fast but the current one is like kind of idling Aww. so i never really expected that but it was just so sweet when they started like interacting with things and then like making little talking points to be actually my favorite is like one of them. It was a serious thing. And I just noticed like in all of the scenes of it, there was only one person getting the facial in the, in how the couple was broken down and such. And I just mentioned that in passing the video. It's like, Oh my God, you actually picked that up. I love that. And I was like, Oh my God, it was intentional. Look at me. <laughs> I'm a film critic for porn. But I mean, like, it's not surprising that you're getting the interaction because you are like incredibly sweet and you are also funny i think so i don't automatically follow people back on twitter um the reason i followed you was i tweeted that i'm not here to gas you up like i'll compliment you what you need to be complimented but i'm not gonna like try to stroke your ego and you responded i meanwhile i'm here to gas you up i run a uh what was it um Brussels sprouts farm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I knew there was. <laughs> I knew I was going to do something with the gas, but I wasn't expecting the sprouts to pop up that soon. <laughs> and I, you, that had me on the floor laughing. So, I mean, it's like not surprising that you get the interaction. Um. Also, like, you are, you know, when you have what really happens and really with any industry, um, when somebody is that, like, earnestly supportive of you and your work and, like, the kind of work that you do, people are very receptive to it. It's kind of, I think, especially in the porn area, too, because it's one of those things that's very much, like, people like it anonymously, you don't see a lot of people yeah. willing to like put their name out there and let their likes have that. So I think too, like although when it that, goes beyond. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, although that is changing, if we're going to be honest, yeah, there is a sort of mainstreamization of porn, um, especially like within the queer community, everyone, you know, the porn boys in LA at least are like sort of like one of the top tiers of like the social hierarchy Mm. Um, but that's also because there are so many of them. 
but yeah, there's like, you know, the porn boys are sort of like towards the top of like the social hierarchy. Here. Yeah. It's like the porn boys and the influencers. And then you have like the celebrities that embrace being gay, like Billy Eichner, who, um, understood. I have thoughts. I have thoughts. I have opinions. I have questions. I have concerns. Um, <laughs> I, I I have no reason not to believe that he's like not a nice person, but there's like something about his energy that I've always found a little bit. Oh yeah, I feel that. Yeah. It's like sometimes it's just one of those things where it's like maybe the person is actually nice, but you just don't mesh with them for whatever reason. And then yeah. other times there's that wonderful little vindication of when something comes out, you're like, I knew it. Except for like nothing bad has ever come out about him. And like nothing bad has like, he's, I mean, not so much anymore, but like in the past, like pre-COVID, he was always out and about in LA. Like everyone has seen him out. Everyone, most people have like spoken to him. He, I've never really heard like a bad thing said about him. Oh yeah. Which is like honestly kind of rare. Because, like, everyone has a bad experience with somebody. Yeah. You know, there's nobody that, like, has had only positive experiences with everybody they've ever met. Yeah. And it turns into, like, one of those things of just being, like, overly cautious where it's like, wait a minute, this sounds a little bit too good. Yeah. Um, And then, oh, um, also, I met one of the boys that you follow. Does Leo... Is it Leo Louie? I... Think so. I kind of jumped between it. He's never corrected me either way. Leo Lewis. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. He. Yeah. I ran into him at a drag con of all places. I was so excited when that happened. I was like, Oh my <laughs> god, so these sweet. two were in the same place, and yeah. So I, I like didn't super notice him because I don't love. Twinks are not my type. Yeah. Um, I sort of, like, noticed that... <laughs> that Ocean had a, had a... Had a... Had, like, this, like, harem of white twinks. Yeah. <laughs> Which... Who, by the... Was... Iconic. Iconic yes. behavior. And also, like, Ocean. So fucking sweet. Like, her... She just, like... She's one of those people that just, like, radiates positivity. Mm. Um, and she, she got, got dragged for that. Really? People didn't like that she had, that she, like, brought, like, a white entourage, and she's just like, these oh, are that. my friends. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry I brought my friends with me. <laughs> and, um, yeah. yeah. I think it wasn't even... Uh, yeah. But then... You pointed out that you would know, you like messaged me about knowing him, and then I mentioned it to my friend that I was with, and he was like, Oh my god, the cocky boy with OCN. I'm like, You, you, you recognized him? You knew that? <laughs> so then he was excited when I went up and said hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is adorable. <laughs> yeah, Michael, Michael has a type. And like, Leo, Leo is like, Leo embodies a few, a few facets of that type. Um, just, just, just the big facets, right? <laughs> no, nah, Michael's a dom top. 
Uh, oh, what? Mm. <laughs> I'm I'm more of the one that would be one of the that would be into one of the the, the big facet. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we. I'm trying to decide how appropriate I want to stay on this. Um. Uh. I'll text you. Um, <laughs> nothing happened with Leo. I, th- I just need to make clear, like, that that's not about Leo, but... Um, recent experiences. Uh, but, okay, so who is, like, the least, in your opinion, like, the least shady studio? Um, I'm probably going to show a bit of bias here, but I'll, I'll try to avoid the bias. I'm going to say two names. So the okay. first one would be, like, Cocky Boys for me. Mostly, too, just because I've interacted with, like, so many of the people involved with it, and I really just, like, don't get very many heavily bad things said. And most of the stuff that has popped up recently was, like, over the COVID lockdown situations. Oh. And other one? I'm trying to think of a different one here. Her. Honestly, I would probably say I'm struggling right now. <laughs> I had an, I had an idea. Next door is usually all right. I think they've had like some issues in the past and such, but like the generation that's just moving into next door and their little things. Yeah. Like, from them, I've been hearing like better stuff. So I would say yeah, like they're I mean, like, yeah. And in an industry that's like historically been so sort of like sidelined and stigmatized there's always and especially like when you're dealing with like explicit content like that there's always going to be scandals popping up i feel like it's kind of a matter of like what the nature of those scandals are and like how much the studios could have done to prevent those scandals from happening so there was like one recently that i saw that like blew up that you had a lot of opinions on Oh boy. <laughs> um, I think it was I think it had to do with like Angel Rivera. Yeah, it was yeah, he was like already out of the group by this point. You're talking about the um, Helix Studio one, right? That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Angel, Joey, and like that whole generation was already out and then this whole new group like came out, talked about a bunch of problems they had, had with the studio that they were gonna be leaving right away and then that blew up, and it caused like these other people to come in and revoice stuff that they voiced when they first left. And basically, Helix has just been like having like loops of loop. They bring in a new generation. Once that generation starts to come out, you get more issues and complaints about the stuff that was going on there. What was like the nature of this of like what was going on there? Let's see here. Uh, I'm stretching my mind because that was like. A year ago, and I can't remember what I had for breakfast this morning, but <laughs> I think it was like a mixture of things like inappropriate conduct, like being overly familiar with the talent and such. At least one thing that came up was like, uh, one of them tried to like basically like go into the apartment, like they had him on like the front door cab, just like trying to oh, key. Oh, right. Yeah. And <clears throat> I think there was like drug thing too, but again, like you know, just that overreach and type stuff. Yeah. Um, oof. Yeah. I mean, like, here's the thing, like anybody working in any sort of like 
more sexualized medium, there's, like, always sort of that risk of, like, photographers and stuff being overly familiar, like you said. Um, we did, so, like, I did a, as, like, I don't do porn, and I very specifically don't do porn, and I don't want to do porn, um, which I feel like I need to say because I've also gotten literal fucking demands from people. Demands. Yeah. Demands. Wow. Um, people overstep, which is, like, actually kind of, like, really, like, my only problem with those platforms is, like, it has created this sort of, like, expectation that I don't care for. It's just um, another extension of that entire, like, I've paid for your service, so I'm entitled to this and this, and nope, this is still yeah. an individual human being. Respect them. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I had an experience, like, a couple years ago at this point, or no, over a year ago, where, like, the photographer got, like, grabby with me. Ugh. I like you know have I had like moments with when I where I've shot like done like more erotic shoots and like it's ended with sex like of course I mean it happens yeah but with consent yep um I'm not uh um with consent I'm not um but like when somebody like that you've, like, repeatedly expressed, like, you're not interested in, for them to then, like, touch you inappropriately. Like, right. Yeah. And then when you add in the dynamic, like, the power dynamic when you're in, like, a, when you're dealing with, like, somebody from a studio or, like, a, you know, a videographer or director within, like, that sphere that has, like, the power to hire you or not hire you or, like, recommend you to be hired when it's, like, actually... Yeah. You you're dealing with um that like power dynamic really creates a toxic environment mm-hmm. but a dangerous one that needs to be like taken care of i don't understand how more hasn't been done about helix yeah Given it just that. seems like it blows up and then something comes around and it just gets washed away but at the same time it's like consumers don't super care about it clearly because they're still consuming their media yep Ugh, that's that's gross. Yeah. And then again, um, it breaks out into one of those things too, like where I think Helix is. Actually, I'm not sure, so I'm not sure if I should say. I think Helix was one of the ones that had restrictions on certain talents having OnlyFans while they were signed on to them. No. I'm not sure if it was though. I. I feel like I've seen some people doing it, but then I'm not sure if they're exclusively signed or not. This is some, like, BuzzFeed bullshit. Yeah. Although, it's one of those things that's always been around with the porn. It's like, I remember when I was, like, 18 or something, there was some scandal. I can't remember any of the names, sadly, but basically this one studio got found as, like, doing contract locks. They would, like, find talent, put them under a contract... And then never use them, basically, so that no other studio could. Yeah, I, you know, sorry, I keep getting, I'm now getting fucking phone calls over the medical situation today. Oh, boy. Ugh. I'm over it. I'm going to have to go to the doctors, like, I have 
probably three doctor's appointments next week. I'm fucking over it. I don't know if being a slut is worth it. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no. Sorry, I lost my train of thought there. (laughs) That is fine. Um, No, okay, but who is your favorite studio? Let's see here. I would probably go with, against slight bias here, cocky boys, but I would also have to like, go with my darker side and say like Treasure Island Media a little bit. Just because they were like this one studio that really tickled a lot of itches that weren't really in any mainstream porn. It's like, they've had their problems. They have like some stuff they do that can be a bit extreme, but in that kind of like accessibility way, I kind of have a soft spot for them. Okay. Um, I've heard of Treasure Island. I don't really know anything about it. Because, like, I don't, if I ever do watch porn, like, it's typically, like, dirty Twitter porn. Because, like, very rarely can I find porn that covers my interests. Yes. Which is, yeah, and honestly, I feel like my interests almost feel mainstream now because you can see them popping up. And But I remember how hard it was, like, even just, like, five years ago, trying to find certain stuff that either did it realistically or did it in a way I liked? Because I feel like a lot of fetish stuff tends to go into very niche circles. Yeah. Yeah. And it ends Which up I being mean, like, like... Yeah. Difficult. And the it ends up being a bit seedier to find. I mean, like, what I'm... I have, like, a com fetish, which I feel like is, you know, sort of normal um, and mainstream, but it's also, like, difficult to find, like... You know, sometimes I want to watch, like, a cum dump video, but, like, it's hard to find, like, studios will do that, but, like, they don't, it's more like the idea of, like, multiple multiple guys fucking this one bottom than it is about, like, the actual, like, cum itself. Yeah. And so, like, that's where I sort of, like, start to go to Twitter. And, like, that's where, that's where, like, really I'm able to find, like, that sort of content. Oh, yeah. And of course, like when I get into like some of my other like kinks and fetishes, like I get into like sadism and stuff like that. It's like difficult to find like true like. It turns into this like weird like mainstream idea of what the fetish is, rather than like an actual true representation of the fetish. Yeah. Um. But then, who are your favorite performers? Like, who are? All right. Let's see here. Like, in terms of actual performance, I'm going to be vicious here because otherwise I'm going to list all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, actually, Lil Lewis, I have really been enjoying watching more of his scenes lately because he's got that, like you say, he's the very much a heavily defined twink era. Yeah. But then he's also, like, the big dick twink. And it's like it's interesting to see, like, how he becomes bigger than himself in a sense because he actually is like really good at being dominant and rough and such it's like you forget that you're watching a twink guy basically (laughs) you know sometimes sometimes the big dick can offset the twinkishness like that guy the other night um (laughs) go on (laughs) all right uh (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Um, other names I would have to say, um, Angel Rivera. Like, I just really enjoy his style. And I also like that he's very open and, like, shows a lot of his personal growth and his personal story as well as his career thing. Um, anyone else? I need to th- I need to do a bottom. It's only fair. I got to throw a bottom in here. Tander Reed. I like him. He's a sweetheart. Great taste so in furniture. are there like what? Great taste in furniture. <laughs> oh, perfect. Um, no. Okay. So, are there like exclusive tops and bottoms, or I feel like most of the guys I know are sort of verse. Yeah, I feel like it's it is evolving a lot more, and I see more people are being verse and like willing to do things. But then there's some that I see that are like almost exclusively doing bottoming or topping to a degree where yeah or they just like only present one way for their work and anything else they do is more like personal type stuff yeah Yeah. because i'm I'm trying trying to think think. so like the two that i know personal personally and like personal enough to know their like actual uh actual preferences (laughs) um they're both like fairly represented, although wait, does Max do is he verse in porn or is he just a bottom? I feel like I see him bottom way more, but I've definitely seen him be verse. Yeah. I can't imagine him topping. Yeah. I think <laughs> actually, yeah, I'm thinking about it now. It was the first scene I saw him and Felix in, because they were in it together. And it was actually a flip scene, so yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, because, like, and, like, when I was editing porn for my friend, which, again, I don't know why that, he was also, oh, fun fact, he was also lying to um his clients about editing the videos. He was selling himself as, like, a sort of full-service videographer, and so I actually, um, so... When Jeremy Lucido, um, Starfucker Jeremy Lucido, um, started doing an OnlyFans, he hired Ryan to do. Oh, I just named a name. Sorry, we're talking about Ryan Stanford. Um, he hired. I don't care. We're not friends anymore. I have nothing to lose. Um, and people don't respect him enough to listen to anything bad he would ever have to say about me. Um. He told, so Jeremy hired Ryan to do like the videography and like editing and stuff. And when I talked to him, I, there were some like complications in getting the video done. And so like, I personally like wanted to reach out and apologize to him. And then I found out that he um, didn't know that Ryan was working with anybody else. Oh boy. (laughs) And then I... And then I also messaged him, so, like, Ryan got COVID, and, like, this is, like, during, like, this is pre-vaccination, and he was still going out and working with people, I'm like, you can't do that, you're exposing these people, and so I ended up having to reach out to a couple of his boys that he was working with, um, including Jeremy, which was, was, like, another conversation, um, fucking wild. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, when I was editing... Wait, where did I start with that story? 
Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I think the start of that story. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> the pipelines we fall down. I have a mood. Sorry. Yeah. I've, I've had a I've had a day. I've had a couple of days. Cause like it, it like hit me that I had to go to court yesterday, and like I like had like a full sort of like meltdown over that. I think I was talking to you about that. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And like today with like the medical stuff I've had to go through, I'm like my brain is mush. Yeah. Also, I didn't sleep enough last night. I got back from that rope event and like by the way, you saw like the you saw the picture my uh circle picture, right? Uh let me check. I think I did. Yes, on circle. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, those are still there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 18 hours later. Um, but yeah, I think I, like, got back from that at, like, midnight and did some, like, bullshit work while I wait afterwards, and I just, like, didn't sleep. Very relatable. Yeah. You don't sleep. What is sleep? <laughs> You're, you'll like you'll like a tweet at like 2 a.m. and then be up when I tweet at like 7 a.m. Yeah, it's chaotic. Oh, so now you have your channel back up and running, yes? Yes, and I yep. am very lazily getting back into editing stuff. I just, like, hit a slope. I was doing real good all Pride Month, and then right as soon as I got to the 31st, I was like, oh, shit. Uh, oh, wow. I gotta relax for a bit. Did you run yourself into the ground during Pride? Yes, I did. Very much so. It was quite fun. I enjoyed it. Honestly, it happens. Yeah. Were you it's one of those things where... Oh. Oh, sorry. Go on. I was gonna say, it's, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, it's so much fun to do it. But that's like once you lose like that goalpost and you get past it, it's like, holy crap, what did I get myself into there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, as long as you made the content and the content did stuff and, you know, you were happy with what you created, that's all that, you know. Yeah. All that super matters. Yeah. Did you and I like, had a lot of fun. Good. Did you get anywhere prepared this summer, this year? Did I go anywhere? No, I did not. I might be doing some of the October stuff, like, more locally. I know I at least have, like, a semi-invite, but it's kind of still up in the air. There's still, like, no monkeypox out here. What was that? True. What about Palm Springs? I mean, I like the idea. (laughs) Um, Because you were supposed to come out to L.A. Pride last year, weren't you? Yeah, last year, then that got knocked down, and I was going to try for this year. That, like, didn't flesh out too well. And, yeah. Basically, ever since COVID started, it's been a lot of false starts. You need to come out here for something, though. Seriously, we need to I do. Yeah. And also, you can meet all the porn boys. It'll be great. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> meet up with my porn boys and go lamp shopping. Go lamp shopping. Um, but yeah, no, you do need to come out here. Um, this Pride would have been a bad time, though. This yeah. Pride wasn't great. Although, 
this year was kind of a LA Pride was kind of a I don't want to say LA Pride because there were two fucking prides following Memorial Day. Yeah. So we had Memorial Day. Yeah. We did Memorial Day, We Hope Pride. Memorial Day weekend, We Hope Pride, LA Pride. Yeah. And it was just like three nights of partying, three nights of partying, three nights of partying. I mean, like, I do that. I, I, I can go. I can take a lot. Yeah. I, I, in, in, in a lot of ways. But, um, I, you know, I, that was, that was a bit much for me. After that, I was like completely run down. I think I got sick after that. Like, it was bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then the thing happened with the ex. Oh, yeah. That's. <sighs> also, I wouldn't have been able to see you if you came out this year because. After the last breakup, Drew did not have the best opinion of you. He was not happy about you unfollowing him. Oh, no. <laughs> I never followed him back either. I kept meeting to him. I was like, I'm going to wait a little bit longer, see what happens. I'll get around to it. And then we lasted, what, a month? Maybe yeah. two. I mean, wait, we lasted, I don't know where to measure it to, because like, I was done with the relationship before we actually broke up. I was talking to somebody about it today, and, like, he's dumb. I moved all my stuff out of his apartment, and he didn't notice. Anyway, I should take so, yeah. dog. I know. Poor thing. Honestly. I, like, I miss Zoro terribly, and I, I'm, like, low-key concerned about him being in Drew's care. After he, he literally used him as a shield... That is... Who does that? He picked him up from, like, a safe space. I can't remember if he was, like, under the couch or in his teepee. He literally... After, like, he, like, got up from, like, pinning me down and beating the shit out of me, like... He walked over and picked up Zoro and was like, Don't do anything to me, I'm holding the dog. I'm like, what a fucking coward. Like, no. Okay, so we're going into the weekend. Um, What do you have planned for the weekend, if anything? Um, sleep. Sleep? Yeah. Honestly, I live in the middle of New Mexico. What am I going to do? Like, go outside and poke a Gila monster for fun? A Gila monster? Okay, those are in Arizona, but I also lived there, so it counts, okay? What is a Gila monster? Oh, you don't know this one. Oh, this is good. So imagine, like, just... a big, chunky, like, lizard thing, black and orange, mottled has an incredibly venomous bite and when they bite anything human or whatever happens to get within two feet of them they twist their body repeatedly no 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 i guess it was also okay. standing about six feet away from one by the lake one time nope i remember I... that very vividly <laughs> i thought that I thought it was just, like, something that, like, Alyssa Edwards made up for the reading challenge in, C- in All-Stars 2. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> then, okay, we need to get you out to LA. You need to move out here. Sorry. I'm just I'm just going to throw that out there. You need to move out here. Oh, yeah. As long as you promise to, like, you know, help me lose my phone again so that I can't get back here afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> no. We need to find a way to get you out here. Um... Be 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 amongst your people. Be amongst the porn boys. Oh my um, god, It'd be so fun. And with me, perfect. 
Oh, oh yeah, that would be nice too. Uh, yeah, we'll get around to that. <laughs> um. All right. Well, thank you for joining me here. Yes, this has been fun. It has been, and it was good to actually like speak to you, speak to you for the first time, actually. Funnily enough, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining me. Um, have a fun, quiet weekend, I guess. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a wild weekend. Just the best. <laughs> All right. And thank you for listening. Um, we'll see you next week. <laughs>